Welcome back to the Outreach Project family. This is Josh. This is Zach. Maureen. This is Maureen Freeman. Give it up for everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Um, how was your trip? We haven't seen you since then. It was wonderful. Blue skies, white sand, ocean. It was perfect. Where'd you it was go? A good time. We went to Barbados. Oh. Yes, it was Been great. there so many times. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing special. <laughs> I wouldn't go again. Well, it was my first time, so we had a, we had a great time. Yes. Good. What'd you do? Just, uh, just laid out by the pool, by the ocean, took a couple tours, got to see some neat beaches and Andromeda Gardens, which was really pretty. Mm. Lots of tropical flowers. Uh, we went with two other couples, and um, I can tell you a story yeah. about the trip. Ooh. One of the couples that we went with decided to take a walk on the beach together one afternoon, and there was these two older ladies that were like yelling for help and pointing out into the ocean. And this older guy, like in his 80s, um, kind of frail, had gotten kind of carried off by the current and was drowning. And so um, our friend ran into the water and pulled him to shore and saved his life. So wow, that was awesome. some uh, some awesomeness where, on the trip. Where were you at? Uh, I was laying by the pool sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so. that's... Huh, that would, I know, right place at right time, man. I mean, that's the way God works. He puts people right where they're supposed to be and uh, saved his life. So he was, we called him the hero of the trip after that. Happened. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So shout out to Wes Sigler for saving oh, a man on the trip. Shout out Wes Sigler. Wes Sigler, yes. He's yeah. not listening. But. No, well, no, probably not. Unless I tell <laughs> him, you know, to listen and yeah. maybe he will. So yeah, that was some excitement on the trip. No, that's cool. And that could probably make the trip not exciting if <laughs> if he had drowned yeah. yes that would not have made the trip very exciting yeah, yeah. so thankful for Wes yes yep. yep yeah how are you today doing okay how good. are you guys good can't complain did you survive your uh, weekend of talking to middle school boys about dating yeah yeah no, it was pretty good yeah how'd, tell me about it how'd it go um so this past Saturday night 24 5th or whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah, something like that. 25th, um, Zach, I, and some other male leaders led some middle school boys in a night of how to be a man of God, and that included how to treat, view, and date um, girls, women, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it was went better than I thought. They are very intentional, Good. very talkative about it very open how did yeah. you think it went i think it went really good uh, there was a lot more kids than i expected to come um mm -hmm. so that was cool and just we got to hang out with them have some fun but then when it came to it they got serious when they were supposed to be serious and mm -hmm. yeah we just had good conversation with them good did you get asked any questions that were made you uncomfortable or any questions that were like mm -hmm. oh i don't know what to say about that i mean some of the kids try to be funny and ask mm -hmm. some out there questions, and we're just like, no, that's not serious. But um, no, we were. That's open middle to school all. boys. Yeah. That's yeah. what they do. That's middle school boys for you. <laughs> Can't say I wasn't like that, but <laughs> so we tolerated a little. But yeah, we, we were open to most of the questions. There wasn't really anything too awful. I'm really proud of you guys answer. for doing that. That's thank you, awesome. thank you, thank you. How, and then you came Sunday night and talked to the ladies. I did. I talked to the ladies. How'd that go? I think it went really well. Um, I think they listened, and so hopefully there was some life change going on. Any profound statements that you guys made? That we made or yeah, heard? that you heard. 
Um, no. <laughs> Not that I can think of. <laughs> what about you? Did I had heard a, a profound statement that I shared with the girls on Sunday night, and that is that you need to um, be a good fruit inspector because mm-hmm. there is pee in the dating pool. And you have to watch mm. out for the pee in the dating pool. So I thought, oh, that's a profound statement I'm going to share. No, that's... Yes. Yeah. Accurate. Got to that's stay accurate. away from yeah. the pee in the dating pool. Yes. Yeah, we talked about just um, treating women with respect, mm-hmm. um, being equally yoked, mm-hmm. men are called to lead, um, just finding godly girls. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Cool. Good, good, good. Yeah. yeah, your spouse is your only family member that you'll be able to choose. Jeremy you know, said that last time. Yeah, did it's almost like that? your husband yeah. said that. Did he say that? Yeah, he did. Oh, he got that from me. I'm just saying. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is Maureen Freeman. Um, tell us a little about yourself. Who are you? I um, grew up in Warsaw, Indiana, and well, Pearson, and then Warsaw. I graduated from Warsaw High School. Uh, I moved to Columbia City when I was a freshman in college. So my brother graduated Mm. from Columbia City, Uh, was not from around here, started going to First Church in 93, 92, 93, before you guys were born. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, not 90, it was uh, 97. 97. Oh, still before we were born. Still before you were born, but 97. (laughs) And um, met Jeremy at church. So mm-hmm. we, I saw him uh, in the church lobby. That was the first time I saw him. First time he saw me. And what did you think when you saw him? I thought he was a good-looking guy. Nice. I was like, oh. I mean, have you seen his senior picture in the summer <laughs> kitchen? <laughs> yes, I do have his senior picture blown up into a poster I had done that's, by that's... by Wes the hero. That's his business. <laughs> Wes the hero who rescued the drowning man blew up his senior picture for me. Put it on a poster. And says happy fortieth birthday. We're gonna throw oh. a senior picture. Oh, you should. You should. Time. That would be a good idea. I don't know how to do no, that. No, we, we'll get it. It's just a picture, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I, instead of throwing it away, I put it up in the summer kitchen where I do my canning because that's where all senior pictures need to go in exactly. the summer kitchen. Yeah, something fun to look at while you're canning. So. Yeah. Uh, met him, and then we had a long-distance relationship for two years because I was going off to college. Actually met him the day I was leaving for my junior year of college. Waited a week to call him because I didn't want to seem overly interested. You know, gotta but make you him. were, right? I was interested, nice. and I told my roommate, I said, keep me accountable. I don't want to call him too soon, and I don't want him to think you know, that I'm... You know, way interested. I got to be a little bit of a challenge to him. Mm. So, and then I called him, and the rest is history. I yeah. Guess. Where'd you go to college? I went to Calvin College in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. Graduated there with my nursing degree and came back and started working at Parkview Whitley in '99. And I am still there. Went ever since. Ever since. What I've, do you do at the hospital? I. Currently, I work in the ER. I'm in the emergency department. I've been there for 19 years. So I started in med surge, went to the constant care unit, and then went down to the ER when Eden was like three months old. Three Is that what you prefer? Old. Yeah, it's exciting. It's interesting. It's always hopping. You never know what's going to walk in, so it's not boring. And I like that. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I would like that. Be. Yeah, it's uh, I, I think. Yeah, never know what you're expecting. Hate needles. No, hey, not for me. The the worse the 
injury, the better. I like I like gross stuff. <laughs> no, 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 not no, the gross no, no, stuff. No. I like it. I like to look at it. That's gross. If it's someone else's patient, I'm like, ooh, can I go in and look? <laughs> I don't know if you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they, usually they're more than happy to show me what they did to themselves. So, okay. Yeah, they're proud of it. I wouldn't be, but... <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your family. You said your husband. Do you have any kids? Yep, two kids. I have a daughter who's 19, and she's at Liberty University studying business marketing. And then my son is a sophomore in high school. He is nice. 16, soon to be 17. So Nice. Yep, they're getting big. They're growing, and I am slowly being uh, um, fired as a parent. I guess that's the oh. way Johnny put it. You know, as your kids grow, you're slowly being fired, being a parent. But even though they'll always need you, it's just different on a different level. I don't know if level. it's fired. It's just moving to a different role. Yeah, moving to a different yeah. role, which is kind of hard. It feels like you're being fired. You're moved to like the secretary, not the no, boss. Yeah, not, I know. <laughs> that's hard. It's a hard position to take <laughs> when they, you're no longer their whole world anymore. And they, they love you. And then all of a sudden they just kind of start their own lives, which is what they're supposed to do, you know, they, raise independent adults but yeah. it's just hard when you want to still play mom sometimes so <laughs> no i mean and you should want a mom that wants yeah. to yeah yeah and we'll miss it mm-hmm. so. by the way thanks for all the pictures you left me at the house when we were on vacation all the little pictures i found in all my picture frames of you guys I, you, you haven't found them yeah, all yeah you don't know there's a couple you, yeah. of, you haven't found them i all. was i was uh, shocked when i went around and i saw the the picture with my kids in it and then s- replacing Edie's face was Josh's face. Was it? That was, that was hilarious. Yeah, yes, that it was. was. Me, that was me and Jackson. That was hilarious. I sh- you didn't know that? I thought you did it. I no, should have taken a picture of it. And then, you know, I have Jesus's tomb thing, you know, and I, I pulled back the, no. the stone and there's a picture of Drew in <laughs> Jesus's tomb. I was, uh, uh, you guys got creative. That no, was good. Sounds like you haven't found them all, though. Well, I've, I found a few others, but those were two of the best ones I found okay. so far. We had them in some pretty good places this time. Yeah, and then maybe that wasn't the only prank we pulled, but they'll find Just don't ever know. <laughs> It'll be maybe a few yeah. years until you... Uh, it might be. I'm not very I get observant. A so you get it. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your hobbies? What do you like to do for fun in your free time? Um, I like to work out, so I enjoy that. I like to run. Um, Why? Um, I, it gets my adrenaline going, and hmm. it just makes me feel better. I feel more awake. Um, I feel better physically. I feel better mentally. I feel like I can think better uh, when I exercise. And so that's why I like to do that. Yeah. Uh, I've done one marathon and I've Jeez. done quite a few half marathons. Um, so that was kind of a goal I, I had for myself was to do a marathon. I haven't done an ultra like Jeremy. He's done oh, yeah, the he 33 has. mile run. But I haven't, no desire to do that. I did my marathon. I think I'm done. Um, it's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Marathon's enough, man. <laughs> and um, I'm currently into 48 Hours Murder Mysteries, and so I've been watching that uh-huh. uh, in my free time, I'm learning a lot about investigation and forensics, and I enjoy that. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> huh. How, to no. com- how to commit the perfect murder. I think a lot of women are into that. True crime. Yeah. <laughs> True crime. Yeah. Oh, that's, so, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. What about um, 
What kind of music do you listen to? Shows? Um, I don't really listen to a whole lot of music, surprisingly. I, I, um, when I do listen to the radio, I'm usually listening to bot radio. Hmm. So I guess that means I'm old. Um, correct. I don't yeah, know what that that's is. Correct. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess like when Eden's home, we listen to Taylor Swift together and, you know, some of those singers. I can't think of all their names <laughs> right now because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's um, cool. And what was your other question? Shows, oh, movies. Oh, shows. Favorite movie. Uh, favorite movie. Oh, you know what I'm going to say. Rambo, First Blood. <laughs> Fa- favorite movie. You like blood. I do. I like. <laughs> I tend to like blood and revenge. I don't know why. It's just... Uh, it's not creepy at all. It's not creepy at all. I know. Um, the new Top Gun movie. I really, it's really good. enjoy that. That's good. Um, Law Abiding Citizen, one of my faves, hmm. and The Count of Monte Cristo. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't seen any of those movies. So those are a few of my favorites. Yeah. Um, going back to your college life, yeah. um, what'd that look like in your faith journey? Were you active in faith or? Um, yeah, yes, I was. Um, I did not, I, I wasn't one of those who was a partier. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I was not engaging in, you know, sexual promiscuity in college. I was pretty on the straight and narrow, but, um, I would say I was probably more of a lukewarm Christian in college. I didn't go to church on Sundays. Um, I tried to have a Bible study with some of my roommates, but it really didn't didn't last. I was the only public schooled um, kid um, wow. and, all, and my friends because up in Michigan, they there's a commitment to um, Christian education. And so I went to a Christian college and a lot of those, a lot of my friends went to a Christian high school. And so when you have this public schooled girl come in, they were just kind of like, you know, I don't think they knew what to think of me hmm. uh, right away. So I, then um, when we sat down to have a Bible study and and we were talking about, um, I can't remember what character in the Bible it was, like Jonah. One of the girls looked at me and was like, do you know who that is? And I was like, yes, I, I know who that is. And I think because I went to a public school, they uh, kind of assumed I really didn't know anything about the Bible, even mm. though my fa- I was brought up in church. Yeah. yeah. So I was blessed to have Christian parents um, who raised me in the church, but... College was just kind of a time where I didn't really grow very much spiritually, I guess. Um, still was a Christian and believed in Jesus, but I wasn't really active in trying to learn more about Him and grow closer to Him. So. Oh, that's, that's good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, currently now, what uh, ministry involvement do you have? I know you lead us. Mm-hmm. What's that? So eight years now, Jeremy and I have been leading the young adult ministry. So we just teach on Sunday mornings and have Bible study on Wednesday nights. And so that's been really fun to do that for the last eight years. I feel like I've grown a lot. I've learned a lot just from being a leader and just enjoy um, being with all you guys. You're fun. You bring a lot of joy into our lives. And um, um, You're welcome. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. It's Just never kidding. boring, never boring, especially when Josh and Zach are involved. It's never boring. Um, it's always exciting. So you know, we face challenges together. We work through things together. 
Um, we face joys and victories. I get to be a part of that, and we get to be mm-hmm. a part of each other's lives in those areas. And so, it's community, and and I really, I really like it. I'm very yeah. thankful that God has asked us to do that. So, I. Yeah, and then as far as other, um, just when we get asked to speak in youth group, we do that, which isn't very often. Um, I did. I used to help Jeremy and Guys for God when he did that, and then I kind of petered out, and then he like you finished. Did Guys for God together? Yeah, when we really? first started, it was me and Jeremy, and we did fourth and fifth grade Guys for God together. Huh. And then um, as he got other helpers, and I kind of was hit or miss, and and then. Uh, the last few years, he did it with the leaders, and I kind of quit doing it. So. Yeah. Have you been involved in any women's groups? Um, I'm currently in an if table for the okay. first time. So How do you like that? I do. I like it a lot. I'm, we're actually meeting tomorrow night, tomorrow evening. Where at? We meet at Bruja. Oh. Yeah. We sit for a couple hours, and there's like six of us ladies that talk, and it's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. What is the concept of if table? Oh, it's a bunch of ladies. It's a women's ministry thing. And, and you sit around, and they have questions for you. And so you have one um, lady that's the leader and she's got these questions that you ask and you just kind of go around and you answer them and kind of talk about your life and what's going on and how you need prayer and things yeah. like that. So it's just good. community. Yeah. It's community with other ladies. Yeah, and that's huge because you have community with young adults, and we might mm-hmm. not share some of the same struggles. We're not in the same stage of life, which right. is fine, mm-hmm. um, but then you go to this Tuesday nights mm-hmm. every week. Uh, it's once a month. Once a month, yeah. which isn't a big commitment at all. No. So if you no. yeah. work, you can totally make it, mm-hmm. but you go to a community full of similar places in life, women mm-hmm. get to build on yeah, that. Yeah, we all have kids, you know, some younger than mine, some the same age. So we're all kind of all in the same stage of life. Good. So it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You actually um got to hear the creator of If Table speak last year at Passion. Oh, yeah. What was her name? Jenny Allen. Yeah. Jenny Allen. <laughs> yes, Jenny Allen. Great speaker. Very challenging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's... uh. Let's go off of passion, though. What's your okay. thoughts on that? What's your love passion? Uh, every year, I wonder how it can get better, and it just always seems to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, they can't. It won't be as good next year. There's no way it can be, and it is. And every year, it's amazing. And I take away um, great things from the speakers, and the worship is amazing. And I very much enjoy passion. Wish I could have gone with you guys this year, but oh, that's. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I listened. I listened to them all with you, even though I wasn't present with you. I was listening yeah. live as you guys were hearing it for the first time. So I was kind of with you in spirit. And you'll be there next year, right? Yes, as long as yeah, we're, there's no no conflict with my kids. Yeah, I will be there. What would you say to an 18 to 25 year old listening that's curious about young adults or passion? Oh, I would say you know it's. Only a few years of your life where you have a chance to go to passion, go if you possibly can. Mm -hmm. And if you're on the fence and you're questioning about whether or not you want to be a Christian, go to passion and uh, make your decision after that. Hear what they have to say. Yeah, come with us. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Tell us a little bit about how you came to know God. Um, Well, I, like I said before, I was raised in a Christian home. Uh, My parents had me 
going to church when I before I even can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, they tell me stories how I would try to put my black patent leather shoes on for church, singing "Everybody Likes to Go to Sunday School," and they were like, "No, it's Sunday School," and I said, mm. "No, it's Sunday School." Um, I don't remember. That so you were like thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right, Josh. I was like 13. 16 or 17. Yeah, about that. That's right. Um, and I accepted Jesus. I don't really know how old I was. Um, I just remember yeah. um, we were coming home from, I think, my grandparents' house. And I would just remember looking up at the stars in the sky and just kind of pondering who God is and, and the maker of all this and of everything and just looking at the sky in such wonder. And then I said to my mom, as my dad was getting gas, because this was at a gas station, so you can accept God anywhere. It doesn't have to be, you know, and you can be in a gas station. I said, I think I'm ready to accept Jesus as my Savior. And she said, okay. So she prayed with me, and I accepted God. And I just remember the whole way home just looking up at the stars in the sky and just wondering, you know, about who God was. That's cool. Yep. So that's how, that's that. So. And from there, how has your faith progressed? Um, from there, I just, when I was um, elementary, middle school, you know, just very on fire for God. Um, you know, I think for middle school, middle school for a lot of girls is really hard. Um, so I struggled with friends and um, I just remember feeling sometimes like God was my only friend. Hmm. Um, and then I moved to a new high school for my uh, freshman year. So I was a brand new student in a high school of 2,000 people, and I didn't know anybody, hardly anybody. And I remember feeling like, you know, God was walking in with me. He was the only friend I had until I could meet new people and make new friends. And he was, he was with me. And so I felt, you know, a peace about it, even though there was anxiety about meeting new people. Um, Then in high school, I think, you know, I still was going to church every Sunday, but, you know, friends and boys kind of take a priority. And then, you know, God tends to take a backseat sometimes. And I would yeah. say that's probably what happened for me. God kind of took a backseat in high school and, you know, boys and friends became the, became the priority for a while. So. And then now, how'd you get back into God being the priority? Um, you know, you go through hardships in life and, uh, you have some really good, I had really good friends that just kind of pulled me out of a deep pit, um, and really helped me. And, um, then I took the class perspectives on the world Christian movement that the church offered. And I was uh, like 32 ish and I was learning all these things I had never learned before about Mm -hmm. who God is. Um, and it just kind of woke me up. And I don't think I ever fell back asleep after that. I just uh, was on fire for God. Um, God took me to some amazing places um, in the world and met some amazing people like Marilyn Laszlo. Um, Went to Papua New Guinea, went to Haiti after the earthquake and Mm. got to minister to people and just uh, learned a lot about myself, learned a lot about who God is. And um, so, yeah, that's that's about that. No, that's that's Mm -hmm. good. I think God works the most through adversity and mm-hmm. trials. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, um, don't have to name names or mm-hmm. specifics, but what's some ways you've seen God work in either you or people close through adversity and trials? Mm. I think you come out the other end stronger. 
You realize what a strong person um, that you are. You realize that God did have you. He was holding you um, in the painful and and tough times, and and He saw you through to come out the other side, Um, and He can be trusted. Um, And I think you just... uh, you learn about yourself. You learn that there's a, a bigger picture. We see one piece of the puzzle, um, but God knows the whole the whole picture, and we may not always understand why we have to go through the trials we go through, but God, um, the Bible says He can take that and He can use that to further His kingdom, and that's why we're here. We're not here for us to have painful lives or to have you know pleasurable lives all the time. Um, we're here to further God's kingdom with our lives. And sometimes we have to go through trials and, and experience some pain to um, be, um, be there and help other people through theirs and um, point them to Christ. And that's what, that's what we're here for. Yeah. And after trials, you realize, hey, my ways don't work. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I right. don't want that to happen. Yep. Um, yeah. And my ways aren't God's ways. God yeah. is greater. He is bigger. And I don't always understand why he does what he does. But, and I may, we may not this side of heaven, you know, sometimes I think you do understand and it's revealed to you, um, this side of heaven. And for a lot of things, we'll have to wait until the other side before we yeah. understand what God was trying to do most, you know, and the ripple effect of things that happen. So. And being comfortable knowing Mm-hmm. Hey, I might not know, but God knows, and His thoughts are greater than yeah. mine. And yeah, and ways being okay are better. With that. Yep. And that's hard for a lot of people. That's hard, very hard. Has that been hard for you? Um, in some ways, yeah, it's been it's hard, but you just have to accept it. Yeah. And uh, my uh, mom, she was always being well. You just have to accept it. She has had suffered a lot. Um, she had cancer when she was 21. And again, when she was 33, she's had miscarriages. And so, you know, when I would go through adversity or going through struggles, I remember one time I got my wisdom teeth out and I had dry sockets and I was so swollen mm-hmm. and I was in so much pain. And I remember saying, why me? <laughs> why me? And my mom looked at me and she goes, why not you? What makes you so much better that you should never experience pain and the rest of us should? And I remember at first thinking, oh, well, that's kind of rude to say to me. But the more I thought about it, it was really true. And it was a good perspective for me to have that I'm not better than anybody else. And that uh, God loves me just as much as he loves everybody else. And we're all going to have our share of, of trials. But I think that was something she learned. Um, just from going through what she did. And so she kind of passed it on to me. These, sometimes you just have to accept it. No, so it's, a, it's hard to learn, but um, it was something she, she learned through multiple trials and adversities. And, uh, you know, and her boyfriend died when, he, when she was um, 19. So he died of kidney cancer young. Mm-hmm. So she had been through a lot of trials. And so I think when you're raised by someone like that, they just, you know, kind of help you accept the hard times. Yeah. Because hard times are normal. We're told in this world we will have struggles, yep. but take heart. I have overcome mm-hmm. the world. It's one of the best, best promises. Yep. He's already won the battle. He has. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. What are some ways that God is currently teaching you? Um, he is currently teaching me uh, that it's okay to be out of my comfort zone. 
um, like talking in front of the middle schoolers, you know, you just have a lot of anxiety. I was sweating. I was like pitting. So was Jeremy. So was Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy <definitely> was. <laughs> he, he came home and went like this and I was like, whoa, I was like really pitting there. Um, and so I just am like, oh, it was just kind of stressful, but just to trust, to trust that the Holy Spirit is going to go before, go before me and speak through me and... I don't have to be worried. And yeah. um, I think another thing is that uh, that God taught me a few years in after um, leading the young adults is that God um, doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. And I thought, hmm. wow, that's really good. Um, when you think of the disciples, they were kind of me- just mediocre people. They weren't anything special highly educated or anything and and God chose them and and when the Holy Spirit came upon them on the day of Pentecost they were changed people completely different people and so the Holy Spirit can do amazing things yeah with average ordinary people so I kind of say if you're average and you're ordinary and you're really nothing special that's the best place to be because that's the people God use <laughs> no that's that's really good <gasps> Yeah, would you feel like uh, this podcast is out of your comfort zone? Oh, a little bit, especially I had no idea what you guys were going to ask me. <laughs> so I was like, well, we'll go into it. There's not a bunch of people like in the room listening right now. So um, I would say I'm probably not sweating as bad as I was Sunday night when I had to go <laughs> you speak still to... still are. Huh? <laughs> you still are. <laughs> I still... <laughs> yeah, I was sweating. Yes, I was definitely sweating, but not as bad as I was Sunday night, so... Yeah. No, that's... It was bad, I heard, so... <laughs> You're from... I'm just kidding. <laughs> what's, uh, what's one big piece of advice... Um, you wish you could give your younger self? Well, you know, it's interesting that you asked me that because when we had, uh, when I was talking about dating um, and one of the questions Dana wanted me to address is why we date, um, I kind of thought about all the unhealthy reasons why people date. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that when I was young, um, I was ruled by fear. And I dated out of fear, fear um, that I would never be wanted, um, that no one would ever desire me, um, fear that nothing, you know, nothing better is going to come along. So I better just stick with this guy because that's going to be as good as it gets. And so I wasn't trusting God and I wasn't trusting, you know, his promises. Um, and I just kind of let myself be ruled by fear. Um, and so I wish I could tell myself, you know, just just trust God a little bit more. Don't feel like you have to take things, matters into your own hands when it comes to relationships or, you know, whatever. But just trust God, sit back and listen to Him and, and uh, evaluate and um, don't make decisions in haste or out of fear. So I guess I wish I could tell myself that. That it's gonna be okay. You're go- you're gonna find an amazing man. You don't have to settle. And you did. <laughs> I did find an amazing man, but I did not settle. Yes. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> Just clarifying. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a cool guy. If you uh, want to meet him, come to Wednesday night. Kevin told me to stop talking about Jeremy so much, so he uh, gained some viewers. They don't want to hear about him anymore. Ooh. Cut that out. <laughs>
<laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Um, final question? Wrap it yeah. Up. Yeah, so you like to travel. Mm-hmm. You've traveled a lot. I have. Heard. I've traveled. I've been blessed to travel a lot of places, yes. Well, one question before the final question. What's okay. been your favorite trip you've been on? Oh, gosh. Oh, Papua New Guinea hmm. was probably my favorite, only because I got to go with Marilyn Laszlo, and I got to see tribes, and I got to see jungles, and um, we went to um, this church that no white person had ever been in, and so we were the first huh. white people in it. And um, the the pastor was kind enough to show us around. And was that scary? No, it wasn't scary no. at all. It was it was beautiful. I felt very honored mm. that uh, he took us in there, and we took proclaimers to these tribes, which is. Uh, part of the New Testament that has finally been translated into their language. Mm. And it's on a device that is solar powered, battery powered, and crank. You can crank it to get it to work too. And so it's reading the Bible to these people because some of them don't have written languages yet. Um, And so it's it's on audio. Yeah. So that was a really, really neat, neat trip that I got to go on. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. If you could take one trip the rest of your life, like one, one more trip. Where one you, more trip, that's all I get. One more trip. Can it be multiple places in one trip? It's a, if it's like <laughs> going across Europe, yes. If it's like Europe or Europe and then like Jamaica, then no. Okay. Um, Do you even know where Jamaica is? Yes. Okay. I don't. <laughs> It's south of here. Where at? There you uh, go. Right there. I think it's oh. in here, isn't it? Or over in here? It's somewhere in there. Okay. Oh, wait, it's, down, it's right here. Isn't that it? I think that's I it. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't either. I, uh, I didn't take geography in high school. Maybe I should have. That was not... I think I took anatomy instead. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Bora Bora or Tahiti. Was Which where one? I would gonna go. Either one, I would take. You have one. to pick one. Okay, Bora Bora. And what are you doing? Uh, I'm going out on the ocean in a catamaran, and I'm paddleboarding. I'm snorkeling. I am seeing the sights, what what they have to offer. And then I want to hit Hawaii on the way home. Nope. Yes. No, no, that's, that's part of the trip. It's part of the trip. It's a loop. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. You 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 fly over it. I think when you come back, so She'll parachute. We'll make a stop in Hawaii. You have to parachute if you go to Hawaii. I'm not parachuting the, anywhere. The not you don't. You wouldn't Hawaii. parachute. I do not like heights. No. You really? really skydive? Absolutely not. Huh? Not for a million dollars. I know that's your next question. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. So <laughs> how much? No, no, no. no. <laughs> how much? How much for you to skydive? <laughs> to jump out of a plane. I've ever been to your cat- death. I, not to your death. Well, you don't know that. So. Have, you ever, have you ever been in the catwalk in the sanctuary? Yes, I have. But I didn't go out on it. I looked So down. then you haven't. Well, you know, you're right. It's where you climb up and then there's the catwalk and I'm standing right there holding on to both sides. Huh. But it scares me to death. I don't like it when Jeremy puts Christmas lights up because he's got to be on the roofs. He's a roof monkey that time of year. And I worry about being a, a widow. Well, Honestly. God has you if you want. <laughs> exactly. God is good. Uh, yeah. No, that's a cool dream trip. Who are you yeah. bringing? Jeremy. 
just him, not Wes? Well, Wes, since he's the hero, I guess I should bring Wes. Yeah, Wes and Amy. Are you bringing yeah. your kids? Um, because you get one trip. Do I have to pay for them, or no, are they paying a, no, for it's themselves? A it's a dream. It's a oh, dream. it's like, a dream. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring my kids. Yeah. Okay. You guys made the cut. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> they're not listening. Eden Wyatt, yeah, you're coming. <laughs> you're coming. You can come. You can come on my dream trip. I guess. Good. Good. Well, now, do we bring Edie's boyfriend? That's the question. No. 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 <laughs> not right now. Not yet. He didn't make the cut. He didn't make the cut. Not yet, anyway. We he, love you, Connor. He's probably listening. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one of the three that actually listens. He, he sends it to Edith. What the heck? <laughs> I thought they liked me. <laughs> we do, just not enough to take him on our dream vacation. <laughs> yet. Hey. Yes. Not a part of the family yet. It's okay. It's okay. Well, thank you so much for coming. You're welcome. I think this is a really good episode. Yeah. Um, you guys let us know if we're right about thinking it's a good episode. Um, love to hear feedback, comments, and concerns. And where Jamaica is on the map. <laughs> yeah. Somebody <laughs> tell us where Jamaica is. We don't, we're going to get roasted. We're not like, no, maybe that's Haiti. I don't know. Haiti is the same as the DR. I know. I've been to Haiti. No, I think this is Haiti. Isn't it? Is that Jamaica? Is that Cuba? Oh, that, that's definitely Cuba. Yeah. Jamaica might be over there. Guys, let's, I don't know. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> Any closing thoughts, Maureen? Uh, I need to take a geography class. That's my <laughs> closing thought. No, thank you, guys. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. This is really awesome. Oh, I, thank you. I really uh, never been on a podcast before. Never been on the internet before. So you're on TikTok. I've never made a TikTok. Still, I'm on still TikTok s- to keep an eye on my children to you, see what they're <laughs> posting, but I've never done a TikTok. You still sold. The Chinese government, your information. I, I know, stop, I did. Stop. I did. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for watching or listening wherever you view. Um, we appreciate or you listen. guys. <laughs> I can't view with your ears. <laughs> we appreciate you guys, and our hearts are just here to grow community. If you have questions or would like to get to know Maureen, email her at Maureen. Email, <laughs> email Jeremy at or FCOG.church and just title it towards his wife. Or just let us know and we'll get you guys connected. Yep. Sounds good. Sounds good. Young adults, come up here Wednesday nights. We'd love to see you. Thank you guys for watching. It's been the Outreach Project. Peace. 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 <laughs> <laughs>